I'm Don Tedicaria. You're listening to Lugnuts Pregame. I'm joined with Lansing Lugnuts hitting coach Matt Young. Maddie, let's start off with Samad Taylor. What types of development have you seen in his hitting so far this season? Uh, you know, Samad's really... He, you can see a lot of growth in what he's done from April to now. Uh, I think he's turned into a better hitter with a better idea. Uh, his hands are just so lightning fast that that he's he has trouble with below average velocity and and it's something that he's going to have to learn how to hit without slowing his hands down. And I think he's done a tremendous job. He's making adjustments uh, throughout the year. He he hasn't been stuck in one thing. He really wants to get better at every every aspect of the game. You can see it on defense and. And maybe it's not showing up in the numbers on the scoreboard and the box score, but we definitely see a lot of improvement with him and in, in the way he's approaching, you know, his early, from everything from his early work to the games. His approach has just become more mature, more professional, and, and he really understands who he is a little bit more than he did early. How about Samad Taylor as a leader in this Lugnuts clubhouse? Uh, you know, Samad's a guy, I think, that leads by example more than anything. He, he talks... But his, his forte is really, you know, going out there and playing the game the right way, putting together good at-bats, running the bases hard, being a leader, setting up, setting up the defense, and really just being a good teammate. And I think that we have a lot of those guys, and Samad is one of them. Dave Pano told me a few weeks ago that Chavez Young is probably one of the most improved players on this Lansing Lugnets team. When you first got him at the start of the season, what was your game plan with him to make him a better hitter? Um, with Xavi, he's a... Uh, you know, I think I think people throw the word special around a lot, um, but he really is special in, in the sense that his love for the game, his love for what he does, uh, emanates in every every time he steps on the field, and, and it really it, it, he doesn't hide it. Um, as far as, as far as development, you know, I I spent a lot of spring training getting to know a lot of these guys, so. So for me, I didn't have a track record with Xavi. Um, I liked what I saw. I saw things that needed to get to get better. But, you know, again, like Samad, Xavi goes out and wants to get better every day. And, and I know that that's kind of a motto um, for the Blue Jays as an organization, but it's not just words for those guys. It's, it's, a, it's practice. They put it into what they do every day. And, and a lot of Xavi is, is, has been his approach and, and understanding who he is on both sides of the plate and, and really going out and executing who he is and who he wants to be as a hitter, not just at this level, but going forward. You mentioned executing from both sides of the plate. How do you improve his hitting from the right side? I, I think he needs more reps. Um, you know, it's one of those things, I believe, early in the year when we saw Fort Wayne and a bunch of left-handed pitching he was killing it on the right side and then throughout the summer throughout the season you know you obviously are going to see more right-handed pitching and and so his reps game reps are not what they were early in the season I think that's part of the reason for the for the fall off a little bit but he, he has some things he needs to clean up right-handed but again I think that he really just needs to understand who he is on both sides you know He's more consistent left-handed, and, and right-handed he can really be a run producer if he allows himself to be. And, and again, just get the more reps because when he was getting them, you saw the damage that he could do. Here, Flancy Lugnitz hitting coach Matt Young. You're the only outfield coach or the only coach on this Lancy Lugnitz coaching staff that has played outfield, especially in the major league. So what have you done to help the outfielders in terms of defense on this Lugnitz squad? Uh, a lot of what we do is has to do with pregame. Um, 
you know, we really want to study the charts, study the spray charts, and, and really put ourselves in the best position to start with. Um, you know, if you're in the right position, you don't have to be quite as fast. You don't have to <laughs> be quite as perfect. Um, and then, it, you know, we work on our footwork, we work on our communication, and, and making sure we're in the right spots. Uh, you know, each outfielder is different. Each guy is working on different things. And if we can incorporate, you know, each little thing, maybe in one or two drills, but everybody's doing working on something different, I think that's where we can be the most efficient in our practice. And I feel like we've been able to do that. We hit a, we hit a lull in, in June a little bit where I think we were so focused on, you know, hitting and, and we took outfield took a back seat. And that's really on me um, not not giving them the right amount of time to to execute our game plan and and you i think you can see you know through the end of july and august that that's obviously changed the outfield play has been better routes have been better you know throws have been better backing up bases have been better it's it's really just the attention to detail that each one of those guys puts into it and i'd love to take credit for it but again those guys they work hard and, and at their craft and you know, they don't want to be average outfielders. Every one of them wants to be great. And when you have a group like that, it makes it so much easier to, to raise the bar and, and really, you know, start focusing on the finer points of outfield. Join on Lansing Lugman's pregame with hitting coach Matt Young. Let's talk Reggie Pruitt. Offensively, as of late, he's walking more. He's getting some base hits. What have you seen from him at the plate? You know, we made some adjustments with Reg. Um, to minimize a lot of movement. He's got a lot of extra movement, wasted movement. Um, and so I think just simplifying everything, allowing him to be athletic in the box has really helped him these last four or five games where you can see, you know, his athleticism take over, trusting his eyes, you know, trusting the things he works on, we work on in the cage, on the field early. Uh, but really just simplifying, getting back to, you know, what, what was it like when you were growing up? How'd you go? You just went and hit. You just went and played, and, and you were athletic. And, you know, everybody on this team has has a level of athleticism that we don't want to take away from them. And that's not what we're trying to do with Reggie. We're just trying to maximize his potential and, and really just be more efficient in his moves and allow him to make decisions later. And I think the last couple of games you can see he's really doing a good job of that, you know, letting the ball get to the right spot, making better decisions, making decisions later. And, uh, I mean, anybody can see in the stands, his batting stance has changed. And, and we've just, you know, he's really bought in. A credit to him where he wants to, he's, he's tired of how he feels and he wants to get better. And, and if, he, if you don't have that buy-in from the players, then it's not going to work. So when you see a guy like Reggie make such a dramatic change, it's really a tip of the cap to him where, he recognizes there's an issue. He recognizes that he needs to get better, wants to get better. And he goes out and puts the work in and does it. And the results are now showing up on the field. Joined alongside Lansing Lugman's hitting coach Matt Young. Now Ryan Noda. Month of June. Boy, he was on fire. In the month of July, okay. After starting the first two months of the season on a little bit of a slump with an average under 200. Now he's really starting to pound the baseball in the month of August. What have you seen from him month to month? I mean, it's only two days, Dante. Come on now. Well, I mean, but, three home runs, three hits in this series, yeah, right? He, you know, Ryan's the guy you got to stay on. Um, he can get lost in his work, and his work, he is diligent in his work. But sometimes he gets lost in his work and forgets to translate it on the field, for lack of a better term. So, you know, you, you can just see that focus again. 
Um, he really he he wants to be great, and it's just it's. I mean, I know I feel like I keep repeating myself, but it's a recurring theme with this group. Everyone wants to be great. None of them want to be good, and so he's really hard on himself. And every now and then, like I I think July hit. He wasn't as good as he was in June, numbers-wise, and, and I think he started pressing. You know, we, we lost a couple big bats as well, and and the guys that have been here, uh, you know, the Samad Taylors, the Vicuñas, the Notas, the Pruitts, um, the Grizzolonics, you know, those guys, they feel the responsibility that, you know, they started this thing, and, and they want to make sure the ship stays true, and, and sometimes, you know, that's never a bad thing, but sometimes you can see it show up on the field as pressing and you know I think that really Noda put tried to carry all that weight himself and instead of it showing up as Babe Ruth in the World Series <laughs> you know it, it showed up as a guy that you could see is just trying to do a little too much and and I think with the addition of Chad um, just another big bat that takes some pressure off of him you can see what that does for him the pressures the pressures falling off of him he understands that now we got another guy that's going to hit the ball out of the park and he doesn't have to try to do as much as he as he thought he did and and, and the real note is going to he's, he's starting to show up again joined alongside Lansing Lugnuts hitting coach Matt Young you talked a lot about things in that conversation about Ryan Noda you also mentioned taking the weight off his shoulders by bringing in Chad Spamberger did you feel that losing Brock Lundquist had something to do with it as a big guy in this Lugnuts order Oh, absolutely. You know, Brock Brock not only could hit the ball at the park, but he was a presence in the clubhouse, and he was probably the biggest vocal leader in that clubhouse where when he spoke, guys listened. And, and, you know, the good thing about us as an organization is, you know, we're not just trying to teach baseball and, and you know, develop baseball players. We're developing men. We're developing leaders. And, and when you lose a guy like Brock who really epitomized that leadership role, um, you know it hurts, and and there's really no, there's no other way to say it. it. It hurts the clubhouse. It hurts the guys because because they're he's a guy that people looked at, they relied on, they looked up to, and so when he's gone, there's a little search for leadership. And the the beautiful thing is that we have a bunch of leaders in their own right. It's just we were missing that one guy, and, and I think that when you bring a guy in like Chad, when you bring you know a guy in that that kind of commands. He has a presence about him, whether it's just because he's big, whether you look at his numbers. He's a quiet guy, has a presence. Guys have already gravitated towards him. That's the kind of guy where it just ends up you watch and everybody's shoulders kind of relax a little bit. The tension goes away, and and now they seem to be, we as a group, seem to be a little more free to play our kind of baseball, which is what we've done all year. Now, Matty, Chad Spamberger. The first thing that I noticed from him not only is a, he's a quiet leader, he leads by example, but when he's in the cages, the ball just kind of explodes off the bat. Have you seen that from him? Yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of easy pop. Um, you know, he doesn't have to try to hit the ball a mile. He just does it. You know, the, the good thing about Chad that I, that I really like and, and respect is that he doesn't want to be a home run hitter. He wants to be a complete hitter, and, and, and you see that in his work. He really focuses on, you know, hitting line drives, staying connected, his direction and his approach, his timing and his rhythm um, throughout his work. And when you see when you see that kind of work, then you understand how, how a guy like that who's got so much pop and has so much home run potential also hits 320 or 315 um, before he got here. 
Brandon Grzelanek, what type of a player is he in your eyes? Cruz uh, is a guy that everybody needs on their team. Um, you know, a grinder, just a pro. And I think that might be some of the highest praise you can give a, a baseball player is he's a pro. Um, he comes out, he does his work every day, he fights for his teammates every day. We'll play any position you want, he'll hit anywhere you want, and, and wants to get better and win. Um, yeah, I, that, that's the, about the best way I can describe Roots. He's a pro, and, and he's going to give you everything he has, and then he's going to go home at night and recharge and come back and give it to you again the next day. Joined alongside hitting coach Matt Young. Last thing for you, what have you worked on with Brandon Grizzlonic this season? Uh, a lot of Groot, stuff Groots and I worked on is his timing and his rhythm. Um, you know, especially early in the year when he wasn't playing every day, you know, that rhythm and timing can get thrown off, and, and he he really uses that to get himself set up. So with Groots, we're really working on his timing, his rhythm, getting ready to hit on time, and, and then letting his swing and his natural again athleticism and pop take over and you know if if we can get him to just tap into his pull side power a little bit i think that's just going to open up even more doors for him maddie thanks for the time yep no problem man